You're listening to Titan Nature's Yellowstone, a podcast for those that don't get out, can't get out, or can never get enough. Sponsored by Think Tank Photo. Think Tank Photo designs camera carrying solutions for working professionals. Welcome to another episode of Tied to Nature's Yellowstone. I'm going to change up my schedule. If you've listened to my first episodes, I kind of laid things out for you how I was going to do this podcast. I'm going to switch that up. Yesterday, I just released the episode on fountain paint pots. And as I was doing that, I thought, well, it's going to be another month before you get to hear more about Yellowstone and certain places in the park, especially if you're visiting this year or even next year for that matter. I thought, well, that's only, you know, maybe 12 places in Yellowstone that you get to hear about. And so I'm going to go ahead and do some more of these, go ahead and get into some more areas. And I'm going to stick with kind of the same thing that I, I went with last time is I talked about fountain paint pots over any other area. Because that was kind of my one geyser basin if you are going to go walk around somewhere. So again, if you had a day in Yellowstone, what would you do? And so I would say Old Faithful, you know, that's one of those musts. And, you know, it'll be a couple more episodes, I assume, before I get to Old Faithful and talk about that area. Because that, that one is, you can go and do. You can go and find out the time for Old Faithful or just sit there and wait, be patient for it, and you're going to catch the eruption. There's a lot more going on that area that we can talk about, but for now, I'm going to leave it at that. So, you know, you want to do Old Faithful. You'd want to go see one of the geyser areas, a a geyser basin. So I talked about fountain pay pots in the previous episode. Uh, You would want to probably find some wildlife. Uh, So I'm going to talk about Hayden Valley today. And then hopefully in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to get the canyon area, which a lot of people don't realize how impressive the Grand Canyon of Yellowstone is or even that it exists. And so I'm going to be hitting that one. And so all of this is going to be on the lower loop of Yellowstone. You have one day in the park. What are you going to do? This is kind of what I would suggest. Uh, So a geyser basin, Old Faithful, Hayden Valley for wildlife, the Grand Canyon of Yellowstone. But But specifically, let's talk about Hayden Valley today. And so from Hayden Valley... I'm going to talk from, let's go, what's called the Chittenden Bridge. So the Chittenden Bridge is right at the Yellowstone River. And if you were to cross the Chittenden Bridge, um, that south of that, or excuse me, north of that bridge is going to be kind of the canyon area. So we're going to go south of Chittenden Bridge along the Yellowstone, all the way down through Hayden Valley, and to the mud volcano area, which is kind of, we'll get into a different section there. So that's what I'm going to talk about. And the basis of this area is going to be wildlife, you know, where to stop, what to look for. So we're going to start at the Chitten Bridge and we're going to go south through Hayden Valley. So as you go south from the bridge, um, you're, as you go south from the bridge, you're going to come across a couple things. You're going to come across an area called Otter Creek, and there's a couple pullouts there, and there's a creek that goes off, and there's a, a road there that's closed. And so if you park in that area, you know, right there along the river, it's a beautiful spot. I've often seen swans through there. And if you're, I'm, I, I like the birds, I enjoy bird watching. 
So it's a good place to kind of watch to see what you got in the what birds you have in the river. You we have uh, you know trumpeter swans, Canada geese. You can see bald eagles through there, ospreys, and again some of these birds are seasonally, but in general in this area, the birds you can look for, of course, be like mallard ducks are very common. Uh, golden eyes, both barrows and common golden eye, depending on the time of year. Uh, mergansers, especially common mergansers. In the wintertime, we'll also see hooded mergansers through there, uh, buffle heads. And I'm going to mention a few other birds because actually, this is a nice spot, but further down the road at a place called Alum Creek is probably the better bird watching place with its, and you get a lot more variety of species. So, talking to, let's Let's go ahead and talk about some of the birds in general in that area. So I just mentioned some others, you know, more likely to find uh, some of these also at Alum Creek area and along the Yellowstone River. Uh, pelicans, you know, a lot of people like pelicans, you know, you don't have pelicans. We do. The, the white pelican is an inland bird, whereas the gray pelican is just coastal. You know, you can watch for pelicans. Uh, lots, lots of times, very often, there's uh Great blue herons. Uh, I was just watching a western grebe the other day, as well as uh, cinnamon teals, green winged teals, northern shoveler, gadwalls. I don't know if I've really seen pintails through there, but also you get some pretty good, um, well, not pretty good, but you get some shorebirds through this area as well. You know, occasionally seeing the American avocet or black neck stilt, um, different little sandpipers more seasonal it seems like they're migrating through rather than staying there full-time so i mean right there alum creek is probably one of the my favorite um bird watching as far as waterfowl and shorebirds bird watching spots in yellowstone that i can think of anyways going back up to otter creek i want to mention right there otter creek they have this road that goes off and it's fenced off and it makes a nice little trail uh, if you go back that way, bear spray, you know, have a group or two or three, well, three, four people as you walk back there. You can walk back along that road for a while. And it's neat. I've I've caught elk back there. I definitely have seen bears back in there, wolves. And if nothing else, it's nice walk along the creek. Uh, and I'm always looking for tracks. And so it's a nice place to kind of get away on a you know, just a short, maybe more of a family trail, um, but be very careful. And I should insert this right here. I should have this as talking about wildlife today. So 25 yards is the distance you need to be from most wildlife, bison, elk, most animals, 100 yards from bears and wolves. That is very, very important for your safety. I actually just watched a, a video somebody took uh, with their phone. This happened two, three days ago where there was a gal that decided it was, you know, she needed to get closer to the grizzly bear and cubs as she, you know, cell phone picture. And the bear charged right at her. Luckily, it was just a bluff charge. You could tell that she was very embarrassed and she walked away. These animals are wild. And so if you go for a hike, if you are leaving the road, you know, listen to some of these other episodes that I've done. Um, I've talked about safety, you know, Listen to the one I did with Julianne Baker and hiking. We talk about leave no trace and the safety issues and different things. So, yes, go out and have a good time. Enjoy some of the trails. But at the same time, remember, especially when it comes to wildlife, uh, you have to be you have to be careful and prepared 
to encounter wildlife and what are you going to do if you have that encounter. Anyways, that's important to mention. At the same time, it is safe um, if you're following these rules and you're smart about traveling. So a great little walk you can do right there. Um, also along the river, right there at the Otter Creek area. I've never really seen otters except for maybe once in the winter through there, but I've seen muskrats and I've seen a beaver through there. Um, so anyways, going south from here from the Otter Creek area, you're going to have the Otter Creek picnic area. Uh, there is no restrooms at that Otter Creek picnic area, but it's a nice spot with you know, only six or seven tables right along the river. Uh, going, continuing south from there, I always just watch through here as far as wildlife, uh, especially in the spring and fall as things are moving around. You never know what you're going to find. Um, as you go, you know, there's a little open area, a little meadow on your right-hand side. And, you know, watch that area far back for elk. You know, elk are going to be, you know, especially through the summertime, um, often higher up or kind of at the tree lines. Uh, you will continue to go and you'll actually see a big sign just after this meadow that warns you bison are dangerous. And they are because Hayden Valley is a great place to see bison. But again, just like anything else, they need you need to keep their, your distance from them. Uh, so as you're going, this is kind of from here, just go into Hayden Valley. And you'll know Hayden Valley when you hit it because it opens right up. And the kind of the first area in Hayden Valley that you get to is going to be that Alum Creek. And so, again, a great place for bird watching. And you go up a little further, and there's some pullouts. Um, a couple on both sides of the road. You have more on the right-hand side. But this is a good place just to stop. And in the big open area, well, I guess any open area that you come to or I would come to, I just get out my binoculars and scan for a second. Or there's other people already stopped with spotting scopes or binoculars. You know, ask what they're looking at. Uh, this is a great place to try to find a, a bear or a wolf, and specifically a grizzly bear. So you'll often get grizzly bears wandering through this through the valley as well as wolves. Um, and watch for signage through here as well. Uh, what I mean by signage is you know, often it's tempting or you see a trail or somebody else and you, you want to go out and kind of walk out in the valley a little bit or get off. Um, watch for signs because there are certain Places like right now in Hayden Valley, there's going to be signs that are closure areas. And those closure areas usually have to do with wildlife, um, whether it's a denning spot or um, high density of bears or you know, bears are coming out of hibernation. So there's bear study areas or in the park, you'll find places that are sheep study areas. So watch for signage to make sure that you're not entering a closed area. But, you know, just stop and scan. And it's amazing what you can find as you just stop and scan. Hopefully, you know, what we're, we're all looking for as we go out, one of the big things are bears and wolves. I have to follow tree lines or just look for dark objects, things that stick out, movement when I'm looking. Uh, also, good chance that you'll see bison scattered. You know, if there's not a herd right there, a herd of bison, um, you might see some of the, the what I refer to as the grumpy old men, you know, kind of the single guys that are off by themselves. Uh, scattered throughout the valley. Also, you'll often see sandhill cranes or you know ravens flying around, red-tailed hawks, northern harriers quite often flying around this area. So then as you kind of go through the valley, you know, it's it's beautiful and there's some great scenes. As well, I'm just kind of stopping to enjoy some of those areas, but also look for wildlife at the same time. So from this area as I go, 
further north, you're going to start climbing the hill. And as you climb this hill, excuse me, going south, so you continue to go south, and you start climbing this hillside. And as you get to the top of this hill, it kind of levels off, and there's going to be a big, um, a decent pull out on the left-hand side. And that is known as Grizzly Overlook. It sits up higher, and that's a good place to scan the east side of the valley. As you're up higher and you're looking down, you can kind of get a better view. Again, same thing, um, looking for wolves and bears. And usually on th this side, uh, where you have, you're going to be looking down on the Yellowstone River through here as well, is a good place to find elk throughout the summertime. Uh, they enjoy some of the shallow water to keep cool. So rather than going back into the trees, they're lounging next to the river or kind of in these boggy areas um, that, are, that have water that is going to keep them cool. And so that's a great area to watch through there for, for elk. And then across the street, so to the west of this parking lot, you'll see some trails that people have made that go up on the hillside. Again, I know that part of this area right now is, is closed, or you can at least get to the top of the hill and go in, you can't go any further. But going to the top of the, the highest point over there is nice because you can look back over, well, actually to the west and to the east, to see if there's anything going on. If there is, you know, let's say if you have a wolf or a grizzly bear that's in the sagebrush and it's tougher to see, if you get up on this hillside and look down, it becomes a lot easier to see. So again, and on that, that pull out on the east side of the road, it's a beautiful view as you see the river meander back and forth. Um, again, the, this is the Yellowstone River that you see through here. So that's, that's known as Grizzly Overlook. And as you continue to go south from here, you're going to go down the hillside. You're going to have some more pullouts. And again, anywhere that you see some opportunities, start, stop and scan. Uh, you will have, um, right in this area as you continue south, you're going to have a restroom. Just a single restroom. It's kind of the, the vault style, what I label as a, a one-star bathroom. But it's the only one that you're going to find through Hayden Valley. Um, you know, to the to the north of it, you'll have to be at the canyon. To the south of it, you would have to go to the mud volcano area for any other restroom. So single uh, pit toilet in the valley. As you continue to go, you're going to pass Trout Creek and an Elk Antler Creek. I, there's a little hill just above Trout, yeah, Trout Lake, or excuse me, Trout, not Trout Lake, Trout Creek. And it's it's a beautiful spot. You often have bison down there, and you have the the creek that meanders back and forth. And so just a, a neat spot right there to kind of stop and look. And as you go, you kind of go from that overlook over Trout's Creek, you go down and you cross Elk Antler Creek and you go back up and you get to the spot where there's pullouts on either side of the road. And you'll often see people in these pullouts or cars in these pullouts, but not may not see anybody on that west pull out from that west pull out you're going to see a trail that's been made it goes out about a half mile and i enjoy taking that trail out because it gets you away from the road um the road is still visible for you from you the whole time as you go out the end kind of this overlook area just the valley opens up again out in front of you so and i like to go out there and just um another part of the valley to look over again all those same things i was looking for before uh, wolves, bears, elk, bison out that way. Um, then coming back, you know, going further south, uh, not too far, your left-hand side, 
you're going to have another pullout that overlooks the the Yellowstone River again. And there's some good information. It's this is often known as three panels because there's three panels there. There are three signs that uh, talk about the bison and the bison rut. And neat area right there to overlook again. But that, that's just kind of, and I guess from there, um, as you f- go further, you're kind of on this edge, and there's a drop-off on the left-hand side, heel on the right-hand side. And it'll come around, and there'll be one more pull-out before you leave uh, Hayden Valley and get into the Mud Volcano area. That's a general overview of Hayden Valley. And so there's some beautiful places. There's no, you know, let's say thermal areas or, you know, specific sites to stop and to visit anything specifically. Um, but through Hayden Valley, there's some great scenic opportunities. And then you have um, opportunities for wildlife. But there's a few other things about Hayden Valley that I want to mention. Uh, a couple things that I missed going through. For example, you know, before you get to Alum Creek, um, or right close to Alum Creek, you're going to have the Mary Mountain Trailhead. The Mary Mountain Trailhead, if you listen to the last episode talking about uh, fountain paint pots or fountain flats, this is where the trailhead ends, or I guess you could say it starts 20 miles across the fountain flats. It is a trail that you need to be cautious on, have multiple people, and carry bear spray as, you're, as you take that trail. You know, it's 20 miles. I mean, you could only go out a mile or two and come back. But it is a 20-mile hike to go all the way through. Uh, as, further, as far as other hikes in this area, along this main road, there is none. Um, if you go back to the Chittenden Bridge, where you start, you know, started this from and crossed that, and you're going to hit the uh, a picnic area just after you cross the bridge on your, your right-hand side. And there is a trails that start there. One of them, I do, do, do believe, goes through Hayden Valley and along kind of the backside of the Yellowstone River, which, again, I wouldn't say it's a family-friendly one. It's more of an experienced hike as you, as you go through that way. Uh, so anyways, other, other things with Hayden Valley. Hayden Valley, as far as the landscape there, I understand at one time they believe it was actually a lake, a giant lake through there, and there was an ice dam on the north side. And as that ice basically began to melt, this water kind of all started to come, well, rush through or go through, and that helped create the canyon. So the Yellowstone River meanders through the whole thing now, and along that Yellowstone River corridor, that area, you'll notice there's more of a clay soil through there. A lot of water gets held down low and along the rivers. And that's kind of left over from when this when this lake was in the area. Uh, there's different places you'll see some steam rising. So there are thermal areas around the valley. Nothing that's really accessible, I guess, per se, from if you wanted to go out and do a hike from the valley and try to find something or anything that has any boardwalks around it until you get to, to Mud Volcano. So that's really the basics of, of Hayden Valley. Uh, when you're going to Hayden Valley, Beautiful scenic area. It's nice to drive, but typically when I'm going there, it's it is wildlife based. I'm looking for the wildlife. So you're hidden Hayden Valley. Think about that. You know, it's one of the the better areas in the park for wildlife. So again, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hide to Nature's Yellowstone. If you haven't yet, please go ahead and su- subscribe to the podcast. Uh, share this with friends, and again, reach out to me. You can find my contact number 
or email on my website, tiedtonature.com. If you have any questions about Yellowstone, visiting Yellowstone, just reach out and let me know. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to Tied to Nature's Yellowstone, the podcast for those that don't get out, can't get out, or can never get enough. Keep up to date with Tied to Nature and Think Tank Photo on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube.